secret art of business? The creative side of our brain and the business side of our brain may seem like two separate entities, but they are actually interconnected and complementary. The creative side of our brain can bring fresh and innovative ideas to the table, while the business side of our brain can turn these ideas into practical and profitable solutions. By tapping into both the creative and business side of our brains, we can find a balance between risk-taking and practicality, leading to more success and fulfillment in both our personal and professional lives. I'm Katherine Lane Klein, entrepreneur and creative person, and in this podcast, we will hear success stories from people that are doing exactly that, and hopefully giving you ideas of how you can too. Hi, this is Katherine Lane Klein, and this is The Secret Art of Business, and today my um, guest is Bessie McIntosh, and her business is called Merka Body which I am really intrigued to find out more about. So with that said, why don't you go ahead, Bessie, and tell me about your business. Good morning, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. It's a pleasure. Um, Merka body. So Merka body actually means light body spirit. I made a whole line of potent biohacking products that were made to really just manage your nervous system. Uh, We are working with different elements of the earth that most people haven't quite heard of yet. Uh, It's starting to come out into the hive consciousness, but some people are like, what are those words you were trying to say? Uh, So I am working with things like Ormus and Shilajit and cannabinoids. And I've just made some really beautiful formulas that help women in their families uh, release things like stress, tension, anxiety, pain, uh, in order to gain clarity, focus, increase energy, and really just to feel badass and go out there in the world and do what you're supposed to do. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting that you're bringing that up because I think finally, 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 people are starting to see the um, benefits of even like CBD and CBD oils and things I've ever seen that, you know, show up just in grocery stores now because, but for the longest time, people were like, oh, you know, no, I'll stick with the the doctor prescribed medication or just deep breathing exercises and that'll fix everything. But (laughs) we're finding that actually when we go back to more natural things, you know, we can um, find relief and better things, um, better results when we are just kind of, you know, digging back into what actually makes more sense, I guess, in a way. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm under the belief that your body has the inherited ability to heal itself as Mm -hmm. long as you give it what it needs. And we're from nature and nature has everything that we need. We just have to figure out exactly what it is our body wants or doesn't want. And when you figure out that puzzle for yourself, your body is going to create balance and health is just going to happen naturally. I, I really love that. And I, I'm Thank like you. really kind of exploring some of that myself as I get older, <laughs> you know, and you're like, hey, you know, I don't think I like that hurting anymore. I think I'm kind of done dealing with my stress. What else you got out there? And you're willing to kind of experiment, try other things. <laughs> um, but you didn't start here as the, the maker of Mercabati. You um, were a child once. And I would would love to know what you did when you were younger that kind of sparked some creativity or joy in your life. Oh, okay. Well, this is a fun one. I was a pretty serious child and somehow my mind has always been set for business. I believe I was six years old when I started my first business. Uh, I was really into rocks. And so I found all the pretty rocks and I made myself a little rock stand on the side of my little dirt road and my little country town. And I stood there for most of the summer waiting for someone to stop and look at my pretty rocks. And, you know, times were different back then. People didn't stop for the lemonade stand kids and not one car stopped 
to look at my beautiful rocks. And, you know, you would think that as a six-year-old, you would be like, oh, I'm giving up. No one likes my rocks. But it just, it fueled more of a passion for me. I actually thought everybody was crazy because my rocks were so pretty. And, um, and I just, I wanted to share them with the world. And so that's kind of, I think, where the business kind of side came from. The other side, I was a desert kid. I played in the dirt. We were free to roam around the desert and explore. And as long as we were home before that sun came down, it didn't matter what we were doing. I would make peanut butter and jellies and a a, a little container of Kool-Aid and I would take my little brothers out and a couple of my friends and we would just roam the desert free. Isn't it crazy when you think about that now? But I love it. I I do think that's kind of what kids are missing in a way is a little bit of that freedom and exploration and things like that, where it's just like, I don't even know what I'm going to do today. I'm just going to go out and see what happens and just explore the world, which is really kind of cool. Right. I think maybe creativity comes from boredom sometimes. Like you're so bored, something sparks up into your mind of like, well, I'm really bored. So what am I going to do? Well, maybe I'll just try doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You kind of experiment and you're like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Like, you know, I used to be into like making mud pies too, you know, like making mud pies with the little flowers on top and... (laughs) (laughs) It's all that stuff. I love it. I love it. So there's definitely not a, you know, a a hard, you can very easily see how we can connect the dots between where you were as a kid and where you are now. Cause with the business mind for sure, then also kind of with that love of nature and that, you know, just kind of being out and realizing that, you know, there's this, this world that could be a benefit to us kind of led you a little bit to where you are today. Um, Absolutely. What was your, what was your journey? Can you talk about that a little bit? Like how, how did you get from there to here? Well, as a child, I became a teenager and then I graduated from high school and I became a very young mom. I'm actually a fresh empty nester, which oh is gosh. super fun. No, can you imagine? Can you even believe that? Like I have a 25 and a 20 year old. <laughs> so I spent a lot of years raising children, being a mom and being a businesswoman. And, uh, you know, you find that the world and the marketplace out there sometimes doesn't have the the medicines you need in order to help your children. So I ended up with this company because I needed to help my son. And um, he had just terrible anxiety at the time when he was about 14 years old. Looking out into the world, we definitely didn't want to do pharmaceuticals. And so I was looking around like, what, what, what can we do? What does the earth have that's going to help my son mm-hmm. with his anxiety? And, you know, not harm him in the long term and actually benefit him. And and so that's kind of how Merca Body was born. That's the short story of it all. Well, that's, that's actually really interesting because, I mean, I have to kind of agree. You know, I am, you know, a firm believer in, you know, there is a place for medicine and, you know, like formal medicine and things like that. But when you're 14, I mean, do you really want to always be, I, that'd be like such a last resort for me to just say, well, okay, here's some medicine to calm down. Yeah, we, we want to help them. We want to help yes. them. But I just feel like I've been very blessed in, in um, knowing to look at nature first and then yes. go yes. to pharmaceuticals as a last resort. And I myself has, have been in that position where I've gone to pharma, pharmaceuticals as a last resort and then found yeah. that the pharmaceuticals really weren't making me feel good. And so then I backed yeah. off of them and found ways in nature to help me. And I can't blame anybody out there because our society has been taught, look outside yourself, run to the doctor. If something's wrong, talk to the doctor. They're going to help you. And, you know, a lot of times they can, but a lot of the times it, it, it doesn't really help create the balance in the body that we're, we're looking for. So no shame, no shame in that. Absolutely not. I mean, we all want to do what's best for our children. And the one thing Mm -hmm. that, you know, I have been finding out too, just by reading a bunch of different things about this whole left brain, right brain balance is that if people spend 
too much time on that left side that and they're not exploring the right side and being creative and breaking away from that 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 can also lead to depression which i thought was kind of interesting too it's like oh by denying yourself creativity and innovation and fun you can actually work yourself into a depression and i was thinking about like you know i think about what i've worked my hardest <laughs> i was kind of depressed <laughs> you know it wasn't until i actually went on and did things fun that i was like oh okay well i feel better now so i think there's a lot to be said about you know um just rethinking things and not, you know, getting too lost, I guess. Oh, Catherine, I love that idea. And actually through my own healing journey in the last five years, I found that I found that I was kind of working myself into an early grave. And what mm -hmm. I was missing was the deep sense of creativity and, and really just having ridiculous play, ridiculous fun. So uh, once what happened there is I had a friend I'm I'm surrounded by artists. I love artists. A lot of my too. best friends are artists. I, I want them, and I love to be around them because they're crazy. <laughs> and it's fun. And it's just, it's inspiring and it makes you it feel is. alive. And at one point in time, maybe four or five years ago, I, I remember saying something to a couple of my artist friends. I was like, oh... Yeah, I'm not I'm not an artist. I'm just a businesswoman. And they all looked at me and they're like, "Babe, what are you talking what? about? You are an artist. The formulas you make, that's an art." And oh the, my you know, gosh. the branding that you make, the way that you present your marketing and it just like it it, it hit me like this big light bulb, Catherine. And I'm like, I'm an artist. And then all of a sudden that allowed uh, my creativity to be unleashed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and part of that is just permission to do it, which is so crazy. And the other thing that, I, like I said, I'm kind of exploring too, is how, you know, we become so test heavy and, and, and STEM heavy that um, nobody's really kind of taught to be creative, you know, given that permission um, to be creative. And I was just having a conversation recently about someone who was like, well, how did you know that you were creative? I'm like, somebody told me, somebody told yeah, me, somebody I'm told me. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think I was an artist, but then somebody told me I was. And I'm like, well, how bizarre is that? <laughs> because we never talk about it in school really. And we don't really, you know, pursue that, but yet, and we eliminate it from school. And we have all these kids now that are just living in that left side of their brain and yeah. they're not being logics. I'm like, yeah, I know. I can tell by your face too. I'm like, that's yeah. scary. It's, a, it's heartbreaking. And, and you're right. In school, you're not really told unless you're one of the kids that are really shining in art. You're mm -hmm. not really told that you're an artist. Uh, and then also, even if you are an artist in school and you are told you're an artist, a lot of, t a lot of the times I see that it's kind of... Um, it's just kind of conditioned out of you because it's like, well, you can't make money as an artist. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of the point of this whole podcast is that, you know what? I love it. It's, it's so valuable. You have to be creative in order to be successful because it's one hand in the other. And I, I think that, and I'm going to guess that you have, you know, found success in your business when you do tap into both sides. So I'm going to ask you when you're not, you know, frantically crunching numbers, with your business, what are you doing for fun? Oh, I am so blessed to have such a fun community of people around me. Uh, it's the burner community. I don't know if you've heard of Burning Man or not at all. Oh, no uh, way. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in Utah, we have a pretty. And oh my God, that, you cannot get more creative than that either. Oh yeah, so you know that that's that's a, a great way to tap into your inner child and get to build whatever you want. And uh, the the way I I really uh, interact with that community and interact with my own creativity is I love dressing up, I love costumery, I love making costumes, uh, I love going out into the world and and, and you know 
actually kind of giving permission to other people mm-hmm. by dressing the way I dress to be like, hey, why not? Um, mm-hmm. You know, why why just wear the suit or the yoga pants? Why not put on a blue velvet jacket with ridiculous feather earrings and walk into a business meeting and just be like, and eh, we're going to talk about this today. It's so much fun. But then in the desert, you can dress a little bit more crazy and that, and that just makes it so much more fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so freaking exciting. So how long have you been doing Burning Man? We, my husband and I, we ran into it very, very young, about three months after we graduated high school. And we only knew about it because we grew up in Nevada. And so the older kids would go and come back and we'd hear stories. And so we were kind of one of the first burners. And um, I did that and then decided to marry my husband and have children young and didn't think about Burning Man again until about mm, a decade, 15 years later. And I ran into a a group of people, a community here in Utah. And I was just like, what? This is happening. I love these people. They're so creative and so real and so fun. And yeah, let's, let's do this. And so I've only gone back to Burning Man a couple of times. So it's not so much about actually going into the desert, but it's about the um, the creative community that oh, has yeah. sprung up from it. And just like kind of like the mindset of like, there's no need to keep um, what they would call the default world, which is this world, and then the mm-hmm. real world, which they consider Burning Man, that week at Burning Man. And uh-huh. there's no really no need to keep it separate. You could totally integrate that into life and have a full, creative, prosperous life just by being exactly who you are. I, I completely love that philosophy and perhaps I should make my way out there sometime. Just so can... <laughs> Please do. I would love to have you. We're actually uh, having a little shindig in uh, Green River at the end of April. We call it Building Woman, where we have workshops, where we teach people different things. And then we have a lot of dress up, of course. And then we have bands all day. We get to play at the river and, you know, have a potluck together. It's, it's pretty fun. So you should come out, be my guest. That sounds really awesome, actually. <laughs> you know, maybe suggest that to anybody who's listening that if you feel like you need to kind of um, just dive right in, you know, not just dabble with, you know, I'm going to try knitting or something, you're going to go all in and do something really creative, I think that would be a really fun thing to do. If not, you know, this particular event, but, you know, an event that's very similar or even Burning Man for that, for that matter, just kind of um, observe and learn and maybe go back thinking like, you know what, I got an idea for an out costume next time. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Come out. You'll feel, you'll feel inclusion like you've probably never felt before. And we do have glamping out there for the people who don't really necessarily want to rough it, or you could just bring your RV or you could just come and be in a tent or, you know, just, just show up. I love it. I love it. Um, Thank you. so how do you, how do you find that that benefits your business now? Like when you, when you are coming off maybe that creative high and you got to get back to work, you know, how do you feel that that has really helped? Well, there's a couple of things when you were talking about regulating the nervous system. Uh, you know, I, I, I completely agree. And I really love how you put it earlier, Catherine, when you're, you were talking about, you know, when we get so deep into work, it, it studies have actually been shown that it can create depression. And again, that's an imbalance in the body. So I think there's two parts. One is the, uh, the anticipation and looking forward to the oh, play. Yeah right? Like you're just like, okay. So it's like motivating. You get like, if I just get through all of this in the next couple of months and I get to play at the end of uh, of April and it's going to be so much fun. 
And then on the other side of that, you come home inspired. You come home with, with so many ideas and it, it, it just, it just kind of fills up your cup and it helps with the creative process of ideas. You usually make great connections because of course, everybody is not just out there to party. Everybody is out there to build community and you get to learn to meet new people. So it's kind of like networking as well. Uh, and then you just come home with a full cup and you're just like, yeah. I'm, I'm fun and I'm creative and I got this and I could do this. And then you just kind of see the little drips or the little ripples of what you thought or what you've created kind of drip into everything else. I, I really truly believe when you use a different part of your brain and you're using different skills, skill sets, it, it, it kind of uh, ripples out into every aspect of your life. And so that's where I found the, the creativity I've created in my own world helps my business and my whole life really. What is what is your favorite product? Like if you could tell somebody about one thing today, what is like, oh my God, if you're going to give it a shot with you know, something <laughs> that's a little bit different, I'm going to recommend this. Something a little bit different. So I have a product <laughs> called Rise Shilajit. This is, are you familiar with Shilajit, Catherine? I'm not. So maybe you should explain that first. Yeah, absolutely. Because most people, I say that word and they're like, what words are you it. trying to speak? Sounds what French. is that? So, oh, <laughs> Shilajit is ancient plant material uh, that typically oozes out of rocks. And I was introduced to it. I, yeah, yeah. It sounds crazy, doesn't it? I was introduced to it uh, uh, as a product from India about 20 years ago. And it came in this thick black tar substance and you just like roll it into a little ball and put it in your mouth and it tasted a little strong. Uh, but gosh, it just made you feel energized. And so for the last 20 years, I've, I've just been using it. And about five years ago, I decided to look into Shilajit and see what happens if you added cannabinoids to it. And the reason why I wanted to do that is because Shilajit is chock full of uh, over 84 ancient trace minerals, which most people are lacking just because our soil doesn't have the minerals anymore. So even if you're eating oh, wow. all organic, all organic fruits and vegetables, chances mm -hmm. are you're not getting enough trace minerals. And so what happens in the body, if you're not getting enough trace minerals, uh, you're actually not absorbing enough nutrients of anything else. So having trace minerals, huge biohack in life, huge booster. It's also full of fulvic acid, which is one of the building blocks of the body and can uh, heal your mitochondria. So it works on a cellular level as well. And so you take that and you add some cannabinoids to it and you nano emulsify it and you end up with this tincture that I call rise. And when you take this in, it kind of activates your whole system. It, it almost feels like you have, a, if you're into energetics, you can feel the grounding effect and almost like a pulling up at your crown. And then you end up with a boost of energy and like a clearer, sharp focus. And so that's what I would suggest to your audience because they're looking for a, a beautiful blend of business and creativity. And that one right oh, there is my favorites, favorite products of all time. It's called what Rise, it Rise Shilajit. Rise love it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to assume that it is all available at Mercabody.com. Absolutely. I will, and I will include that um, when I post this um, podcast, you know, so people can Thank you. get in touch with you and, and maybe want to give this a whirl because I think I might want to try this. <laughs> oh, I would love it. I would love your feedback on it, especially with okay. your understanding on the balance of business and art. And I have a lot of I... artists that use it. And I have a lot of business people that use it and a lot of moms and a lot of dads and a lot of veterans. And, da, 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 da. and, and I'm a huge <laughs> testimonial giver. So yeah, if, if I get some sort of results, I would definitely let you know. Um, but that's really, really cool. <laughs> 
Um, and I, I loved your story and I love your creativity. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's very clear how not only just from talking with you, how your enthusiasm for what you do um, just really supercharges your business. Um, oh, do you have like you. any uh, sort of big plans, you know, coming up in this year or in the next five years of what you would like to do with this? Because, you know, the kids are all gone. So, you know, the world is your oyster. So you can either just really kind of just kick back and let this sail along, or you can do something really kind of new that you've never tried before. So what would, what do you think you would like to try with your business? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. Well, it definitely would be new. Uh, I just have this driving mission right now that I am supposed to help a million women <laughs> heal their bodies. And so I know, right. I was like, that download came down to me and I was like, oh, wow. And then I was like, oh, wow, really? Okay. And so that's, that's what uh, I'm no, doing. My job is just to get out there and talk to as many people I, I can and, and really help uh, women balance uh, balance their bodies because really what I what I have found is if you're living in um, in an in inflammatory nervous system dysfunction, uh, you don't have time to really look into who you really are and to settle mm -hmm. on what you were supposed to do on this earth. And I'm just feeling that right now is the time for every woman to like just step into her power and be doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing here on this earth. And my job is just here to help and help them be badass. So I want to see them go out there, figure out what it is they want to do and shine. So I can sit back and be like, good job, girl. You're so badass. I love it. <laughs> All right, Bessie, preach. Um, you're saying all the right things in my world, that's for sure. And well, I think, you. again, I think your timing on this is really kind of impeccable. Um, I, I think, you know, the world is ready for this sort of thing, and they're you're tired of trying old things, and, and they're getting great results with some new things. And I think it's just a matter of you just, you know, either getting on the right TV show or making the right connection to kind of bring this over the top, because it's, it's all about people trying it. And like Thank I said, you. I will all your information out so if people are willing to try something a little different they can definitely get in touch with you but um i appreciate you coming on today and telling your story this has been a lot of fun thank you Catherine. this has been so much fun you are a delight thank you for listening to the podcast the secret art of business is supported by portfolio creative portfolio creative is a recruiting and staffing company specializing in finding marketing talent go to portfoliocreative.com to get started in finding your next marketing person or your next job. We are experts, we are creative, we are good humans. Please subscribe or follow this podcast to get the latest episodes, and let me know if there's someone you think of that would be a great guest on the show. Here we can build a community that believes creativity and drive can work together.